now, The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Hi there, everyone. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. Our show is brought to you every week in part by Denise Webster, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group, Carrie Augustini, insurance manager for Island Savings, Carrie Smith, home inspector from Inspectech, and the team at Sitka Law Group for your real estate, wills, and estates, corporate, and personal injury needs. If you need an opinion from experts in insurance, mortgages, building inspection, or legal aspects of your real estate purchase or sale, Denise Carey, Carrie, and the Sitka Law Group are great people to chat with. To find their contact information, just go to the CFAX 1070 website, look under Shows. There you'll find us, The Whole Home Show with me, Tony Joe. All their contact information is there, or you can always find me online. I'd be happy to connect you with these great people. My background my background is your host for the next hour here is as a locally born and raised Victorian. I've been selling real estate here since 1991, 28 years, and I've seen hundreds, thousands of transactions and almost every situation you can imagine. If you need a seasoned professional for your real estate needs, you can also contact me. I'd be happy to help you. Find me again on the CFAX website uh, or my own website. the Prime Real Estate Team, primeteam.ca. Capital Iron is one of Victoria's longstanding retail institutions, and its slogan is, there's no store like it, and that is definitely a fact. Today we have with us owner Mike Black, who will be telling us about the history of Capital Iron, plus what you can find there, and also we'll have Bruce Alexander, who will be talking about uh, outdoors, uh, uh, patio stuff, and commercial aspects of Capital Iron, along with Dean Christie on the topic of hot tubs. A lot of great stuff to talk about today. Uh, We'll start our show with our usual weekly listener question. If you have a question uh, or a story to tell us about real estate, call us. The number is 250-414-6540. That's 250-414-6540. Or find us online, cfax1070.com. Actually, this week we have a tip from our show sponsor, Denise Webster. Denise from Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group. Hey, Denise, how are you? Great, Tony. How are you? Great. Now, we have something to announce today because, of course, the federal government released its budget, and, of course, there were some real estate-related items there. And it's something that you want to cover on today's episode, right? Yeah. I don't know if it's necessarily a tip, but just maybe to bring it to light uh, on what it, it impact may have on the, um, on the, the housing market. Yes, So uh, really two big things just to point out um, were that uh, on the 19th, we've increased the RRSP incentive from $25,000 up to $35,000. And that's for our first-time homebuyers being allowed to tap into those tax-free for 15 years. Yeah, so now that, the $25,000 cap has been in place for years, right? Yes, years. Yeah. And so for it's just a little bit more room, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So, and, and to clarify for our listeners, basically you can take out, as a first-time buyer, you can take out now $35,000 of your RRSP, um, and you can pay it back in 15 years, right? Yeah, so tax-free, pull from your RSP, don't pay tax on it, but you do have to pay it back over the next 15 years. Mm-hmm. Well, that's kind of one thing I want to bring to light as well is, you know, that could also be a little bit of a burden for a new first-time home buyer because not only have you kind of, you know, you've, you've maybe increased your, your budget by taking on a mortgage rather than your rent, um, but now you might have the additional responsibility, you do have the additional responsibility of repaying your RSP portion for the next 15 years. So yeah. 
if you if you want to really look at your cash flow, that's something you have to consider if oh, you are going to be pulling your RA. And and this is important too because it's not that you pay it back fifteen years later. You have to be paying one fifteenth every year, right? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So so now you've got a new mortgage payment, but you do have that extra payment to pay back your RSP. So just don't ever think that. Uh, I guess my point is you just have to factor that into your budget as well. It sounds really great that it's been increased, but, you know, taking another $10,000 is going to increase that one fifteenth contribution back to your RSP every year. Yeah, because that's the thing. If you were to take out $35,000 of your RSP, you get taxed on it instantly. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, the, 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 the joy of it is that it is tax-free being able to tap into that RSP. Great. Okay. Now, the okay. other one, which is also some big news. It is. Uh, they're calling it the shared equity mortgage. Yeah. Um, and so, so basically, our- the government wants to go into business with first time with uh, people who are buying, right? Yes, that's a good way to put it. Okay. Um, so yeah, our level government and uh, government and CMHC um, of kind of what the offer is right now, and they're still going to be uh, fine tuning these details. But what it looks like is um, they will contribute ten percent of your down payment on a new construction home, or five percent if it's a resale home. Mm-hmm. So that's them. Uh, they're coming with the down payment help here again, which it sounds a little similar to what we saw a year ago with the BC Home Partnership Program, the HPP loan. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas this one's not a loan. Um, they're calling it the shared equity mortgage. So what we need to really understand about this is what does shared mean? <laughs> so okay. is this that's going to be um, what's going to be expected at the sale of the home? Is it going to be on the assessed? or um, value or sale value at the time? Uh, And is there going to be a portion of that revenue going back to the government on that increased value? Okay, so so basically um, this will allow somebody, if they have 5% down to buy a house, then the government will basically sort of give them the other 5%, right? Yes. Yep. So it that's is a, a give. It's not. It's not going to be called a loan. Okay. So that's ten percent, right? So you can buy your house with ten percent, even though five percent's only your money, right? Yep. Exactly. Um, but it has to be paid off when you resell the house, right? Yes. Paid back. I'm sorry. Paid back. Yes. And the, okay. this is just the one piece that we don't really know. They haven't fine-tuned that yet. So. You know, is that going to get you into the market? It quite very well could because a lot of the struggles I do see with our first time home buyers is coming up with that down payment. But if they've already got their 5%, mm-hmm. you know, and then you're going to look at this, you, you may be losing some of your equity on the sale of your home later. Again, these are things we're going to want to factor in and try to run the numbers on those and say, you know, well, here's what your mortgage payment would look like with 5% down. Here's what it would look like with 10% down. And it may be very attractive for someone or they might just find it's okay. Their monthly payments are okay with 5% down and they want to hang on to that equity. themselves. So how much do you know, do the mortgage industry know about this so far? Like the, um, because you're saying it's. CMHC's on board. I don't think we've seen the release from Genworth or Canada Guarantee yet. Um, Don't quote me on that. We're just still reading articles on this. But one of the the one thing that is probably most important to stress is how people are qualifying for this. So the key factor is that the maximum household income has to be under one hundred and twenty thousand. Yes. So that's going to be the that's the first qualifying factor. Because it's meant for people that don't have vast incomes. Correct. Yes. Yeah. All right. Now, one thing I do want to bring to light again is um, the, 
what they're saying is for another qualifying uh, purpose is that the mortgage amount can be no more than four times their total income. So you've got an income, household income of $120,000. That means that the cap will be four times that. Exactly. Yeah, so $480,000. Yeah, but you know what's really interesting about this, Tony, is is if you compare that to our stress tests that came in effect uh, at the beginning of 2018, mm-hmm. you actually qualify for a little bit more under the stress test versus this four times your total income uh-huh. qualification. So it's actually decreasing First-time home buyers purchase power going yeah. into this program. Now, remembering this is a this is a federal program, so it's meant to be across the country. It is possible that maybe it's going to be more beneficial in other marketplaces, right? Yes, yes. We, you know, when you look at Victoria, Vancouver, Toronto, at our house pricing, and uh, yeah, that it, it could be more beneficial across the country mm-hmm. rather than just in British Columbia, where we kind of had that first-time home buyer program. Yeah. Now, one thing, I, again, I'll point out on that one. You know, that was expected. They were expecting about 42,000 British Columbians to take part in that um, home partnership program. Yeah. 3,000 people took part in it. What? 3,000 out of projected 42,000? Yes. Okay. So, in other words, the take-up wasn't quite as, as, as I suppose it could have been. Yes. Yeah. So, there's other options out there. And- there are, yeah. And I think you just really need to take the time to re- run your own numbers, look at your own budget, and really just find out what makes the most sense for you, where the struggle is for you to get into the market. Is it the down payment? Is it the cash flow? Those things need to be considered. And as always, Denise, if people need to reach you to have those conversations, how can they do that? Please call me directly on my cell phone, uh, Mm 250-889-4743, or you can always send me an email to denise at denisewebster.com. Always something new in the mortgage world, isn't there? Yep, that's a stop. <laughs> yeah, great. Thanks for joining us, Denise, and uh, to our listeners. We need to take a quick break here. When we come back, we're going to be talking all about Capital Iron. Back in just a moment. You're listening to The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Thanks for coming back. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. I am born and raised here in Victoria. I, of course, I've never left. Some of my other family members, my siblings, did come, uh, leave and come back. Uh, the reason why I'm bringing this up is because there's certain places in town that I've got fond memories of as a kid, uh, stores in particular, and today we're talking about Capital Iron. I have spent so many hours in that shop, and for anyone who's new to town here, anyone who's moved to Victoria and hasn't been there, this is a place you've got to check out. And this is our show today. We're talking with three guests from Capital Iron, but we're starting off with the owner, Mike Black. Mike, thanks for coming. Happy to be here, Tony. Uh, wow. Where do we begin? Tell us about Capital Iron. When did it start? When did it all begin? Well, uh, believe it or not, this is our 85th year in business this year. So it's our 85th anniversary this year. 1934. Yeah. Um, The business started up with my wife's grandfather, uh, Morris Green. And uh, he ended up, I believe, borrowing $1,000 for some buddies that were in the scrap business in in, uh, Vancouver. And uh, started to do the same thing here in, in Victoria. So started to buy old ships, old scrap bits, and then sell what he could off them and of course being on the waterfront was key to that and uh, the uh, area that we are still today was an old flyer flour and rice mill owned by a family in uh, in well, Montreal. Well let's talk about that for anyone yeah. who hasn't been there yet so uh, it's a, it is a yeah. brilliant location yeah. so tell the listeners where it is. Well we're uh, located the main store uh, is located at 1900 store street yeah. so we're about a block and a half from Chinatown right down on the uh, Inner Harbor kind of thing as far as past the bridge. And uh, 
it is, uh, yeah, truly unique uh, location. How There's, big is the property? Uh, the property on the water side is uh, almost four acres. Well, yeah. well it's big because yeah. you've got tons of stuff there. Yeah. Yeah, now you mentioned uh, the the uh, main store because you have other locations. You've got West Shore and Sydney as well. That's too, correct, right? yes. We've expanded over the years to, to kind of go out to some of the outer lying uh, neighborhoods yeah. to you know the commute sometimes people don't want to drive and uh, so we offered that but we can't duplicate the experience of the downtown buildings i mean it was built in 1863 yeah so the building's been around for a while Well, i know because you know i have contributed to the wearing down of the stairs in the the wooden stairs there right well i don't want to shock you but we just had those refinished (laughs) <laughs> oh. Just finished about two weeks ago, That's so they're all new the and Lord. shiny. Okay, well, still, <laughs> we had, yeah. it was a safety issue. Oh, got it, got it, got it. Um, so, uh, been around since 1934. Uh, well, that, I, I guess that's kind of where the name Capital Iron comes from, right? Well, that's right. Wait, a lot of people ask us, well, how do you get Capital Iron out of what we do? Because, yeah. in fact, again, for those that haven't been to the store, we're kind of that store that every town used to have that sold a little bit of everything, like that general hardware yeah. kind of feel. And then we just expanded. I mean, we have, like I say, we have garden, we have hot tubs, we have barbecues, uh, camping gear, I mean, your yeah, typical clothing, hardware, clothing, shoes, shoes furniture. Yeah. Yeah. It just goes on and on and on. Yeah. And it's just kind of a eclectic mix that has happened um, over the years. I mean, for we even used to actually have a, we still have a pipe shop attached to us okay. where you can get welding done. Oh, interesting. Uh, so he's an independent person, but we've linked up and done a deal together where, you know, if you need something welded, he's, he's your guy. <laughs> so in the original building, uh, um, how much shopping area is there? Like, how many square feet? Well, we have uh, about uh, close to 40, about 40,000 square feet mm-hmm. of, on three floors. Uh, on three floors. Well. And then outside, we have this large yard area where we have all the patio furniture and, and garden pots. And then we also have a 10,000 square foot warehouse out there. Yeah. We put a, we also have a number of containers we're renting because we're just bursting at the seams with, uh, uh, in particular, the summer inventory. So... Yeah, it's a it's never a dull moment. Yeah, for for any, for a listener here who's not been to Capital Iron yet, it, it is a store. It's just uh, there's no store like it. That that's the catchphrase. You you guys have everything, uh, kitchen um, uh, kitchen department. Yeah, you can buy uh, you can you can buy a you know a, a potato peeler or you can buy a fourteen hundred dollar coffee maker. Yeah. <laughs> So. Yeah, yeah, a l- little bit of everything. A little bit of everything. Yeah, um, and the other two locations, so the one in West Shore is uh, off of the um, uh, the parkway. Yeah, there, the right? uh, Langford Parkway there. Yeah, right by yeah. West Hills and the West yeah, Hills Yeah, near West arena. Hills, yeah, near the arena, and uh, uh, Quality Foods is next to us, and also there's a Buckerfields location right next to us, so yeah. good combination. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, and of course, Sydney. The Sydney. Sydney yeah. We're out in the Sydney Center, Sydney. And uh, that is just next to, I guess it used to be the Safeway, but it's yeah. uh, Safe on Foods, I think, now out there. So we're right next door to that uh, as well. So. Yeah. So when uh, when people think Capital Iron, what are they what are they generally what are they generally thinking of? Because there's so many things. Well, it has changed over the years. Um, I've been there, I got out of the Navy 30-plus years ago, and at that point we really were thought of more of your hardware kind of place or the place to go for jeans, for example. We yeah. sold more jeans than anybody in the in the city. But the business has grown and changed over the years, and, and now a lot of our focus, we still do a lot of those other things, but we are really focused on the outdoors. I mean, Victoria is the best weather in Canada, yeah. except for this winter, uh, and... 
We're making up for it. We're making up for it. Exactly. So why wouldn't you want to be outdoors? So, uh, I mean, people would be shocked to know the number of outdoor kitchens and hot tubs and swim spas and garden furniture and garden pots that we sell. And as I said, living in Victoria, it's not a better place to be. And and so that's we've really focused on that. And those businesses have grown. And in fact, um, if I add all that up, it's uh, it's. at least half or more than half of our business. So, I mean, right now, is there anything else? Is there anything else that the store doesn't have that you'd like to get into? You or you're pretty well fully realized. No, we keep looking. I mean, we've been doing. We sell Regency gas fireplaces and their wood stoves. We've been doing that for the last two or three years. Yeah. We are looking um, for things that require knowledge and service. Yes. Um, you know, it's it's clear that the way retail is changing today, there's a challenge with online shopping, and, and we're aware of that, and yeah. we're taking some measures on our website and things to make sure that we're relevant, but people still need things that you can service and look after and require knowledge. I mean, I, I can't see buying an outdoor kitchen or a hot tub online. Yeah. Um, Good luck if you do it. A lot of questions. Uh, a lot of questions, have. yeah. They need answers to. And even some of the items that maybe we sell like that that are online, because you can buy certain barbecues and things online, but I don't think people also don't re- uh, realize that if they have an issue, what are you going to do about the warranty? Where are you going to get the knowledge? Because you've bought that item online. Mm-hmm. Not to mention the, the other aspects of it, which, you know, all the money that, is spent with us stays in in town because you know we have a hundred staff and yeah. we donate well, to the and community and part staff, of it. Right? Like you, so. you get a lot of long time yeah. staff, right? Yeah, uh, which is really unusual for retail. Yeah. I mean, it, at our Christmas party, we just did a little uh, poll and had a list, and I, we still had uh, well over thirty percent of our staff that had uh, between seven and ten years with us. And then I have a bunch of people with twenty years. I got one lady just celebrated thirty years with us. That is a in lot. retail. You just don't get that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Wow. It's pretty yeah. exciting. So you're, the floors, of course, the top floor um, off the top of my head, uh, clothing, outdoor wear. Um, yep. And our camping, camping. fishing uh, yeah. goods are up there as well. Yeah. Uh, and the next floor down <clears throat> is uh, housewares. And it used to be hardware on the other side where the cash desks are, but we've moved that to the basement. Yep. Uh, it's a little more of a destination. So we've brought our seasonal up. So what is there now is our garden department. Um, and we've done everything from, we've just brought a shipment of uh, fountains in from, from offshore. Those are really cool. Yeah. And then also in the winter or around Christmas, we're going to, we had our Christmas department up there for the first time ever. So, yeah. uh, that's exciting. And then you get into the basement, which has got hardware now. And of course we've got our hot tub, uh, sorry, our barbecues and our fire pits and patio furniture and all And of course of there were old days when people could find like antique old stuff down there. Yeah, we still have that stuff spread around the store. A lot of it's not for sale. It's more for a look and feel. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, the days of having 5,000 square feet of antiques, which were fun to look at, uh, became a, a part of a business decision that of you couldn't course. afford to have that uh, sitting there not generating any revenue. Yeah, makes a lot of sense. Makes yeah. a lot of sense. Um, now, the address of mm-hmm. all three of the stores. Uh, again, uh, Store Street for the main one. Yes, Store Street for the main one, Langford Parkway. Yeah. Uh, to be honest with you, I can't remember the the number of that well, it doesn't one. Matter. People but, can see it when and, they drive and then by. The, the, the Sydney Center in, in in Sydney. So yeah, and I I think the last exciting thing for for me about the store is we are a family business, as said, but our daughter uh, went and got a BCom in retail management from Ryerson. Mm-hmm. Spent time with both um, at Target when they were in Canada, and two years at head office at Canadian Tire. So she's back working with us now and wants to be the next generation. Wow. And uh, 
that big store experience has been very good for her, but also good for us. And she's very focused on inventory and inventory so control. So how many generations will that be? That's uh, that'll four, be four. Four. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Good for yeah. you guys. Yeah. Uh, so again, Canadian. Uh, sorry, Capital. You, you <laughs> mentioned okay. she was there. <laughs> yes, right? that's yeah. okay. <laughs> Capital Iron. Um, it's good that she had experience yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, Capital Iron, long-standing uh, uh, retail operation here in Victoria. Uh, thanks for coming, Mike. But don't leave because uh, our whole episode is talking about other things that people can find at the shop. So we're gonna take a quick break here. We'll be back in just a moment. Now the whole home show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Hi there, everyone. Thanks for coming back. This is The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. Our show is brought to you every week in part by Denise Webster, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group, Carrie Augustini, insurance manager for Island Savings, Carrie Smith, home inspector from InspectTech, and the team at the Sitka Law Group for your real estate wills and the state's corporate and personal injury needs. These are great people to chat with if you need an opinion from professionals in the areas of insurance, mortgages, billing inspections, or legal aspects of your real estate purchase or sale. You can find their contact information on the CFAX 1070 website under Shows, where you'll find us, the whole home show with me, Tony Joe, or I'd be happy to introduce you. They would they'd be happy to help you out. We are talking today about Capital Iron. There's no store like it. Long-standing Victoria retail uh, outlet with so much to offer. Uh, we had we have actually uh, Mike. Uh, Mike, uh, Mike, Mike Black is still in the studio here because uh, we want to have a more conversation uh, around some of the things that, uh, that uh, Capital Iron has to offer. Right now we have with us Dean Christie. Dean is going to be talking with us about hot tubs. Dean, thanks for coming. Thanks, Tony. Uh, now, Capital Iron has been selling hot tubs for some time, right? Yeah, about, uh, I'm going to say 10, 11 years now. Yeah. Uh, hot tubs, of course, are something that we are seeing a lot of nowadays when we go into homes, when we're looking at resale properties. Um, it's something that is really becoming a, uh, a regular part of people's daily lives, right? It, uh, it has. It's actually making a, a big comeback. They, I, I started in hot tubs in 1978. They were a little uh, different back then. A little bit different than Cedar, right? Yeah, yeah, Cedar and Redwood. Yeah. Uh, and, in, and it was kind of a cool thing to have in your home, and, and we've gone through that whole coolness factor and now we're getting into second generation people who are grew up with hot tubs and they're looking for a little different looks to the hot tubs uses for the hot tubs they they aren't happy anymore with just a big square box with that's that's green they want to have uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, a little bit of better jetting a little bit uh, more efficiency so we're getting in we're seeing a new generation coming into the hot well tubs. they come in all shapes and sizes too and so many different features absolutely like, we have not talked about hot tubs in uh, on our show here yet so so this is great um first of all let's talk about Again, so many different features. There are ranges too. So, from a price range standpoint, like the sky's the limit. I'm sure, right? You can get as as well. When you talk to Bruce, he'll tell you about the the swim spas. That's where the, the limit really gets up there. But the uh, hot tubs will start. Uh, they still start at around four thousand dollars or less. Actually, we have a couple uh, in the uh, showrooms that are less than four thousand dollars. But it's and they they go up from there. But it's all about the features and. Uh, what they will do, what they'll save you. I've been I've been in a hot hot tub since since '78, one type or the other, and now I can't even believe how little it costs to operate. Great point, actually, because that's something that that people often uh, wonder about. Because first of all, it requires some electrical. This is not something that you can. I mean, you can get some of those little Fisher Price units yeah, that yeah. you plug into the wall, right? But I mean, this is these are. Um, it requires you to to hook up to your electrical panel. 
right? Uh, there's, a, there's an electrical component side of it, yeah. although you can still get a, we call them plug and plays, and they're <laughs> fairly affordable to use, and they're fairly efficient now as well. Okay. Uh, they still need, you might still need to make some slight modifications, but in a modern home, a lot of plug and plays can, can just go in. It's getting now, in, and you probably see this in real estate, uh, homes that have existing hot tubs, sometimes the best thing to do is take the hot tub out, get it assessed and just remove it and get a new one in. It'll save the, the homeowner will save because some money. Because the infrastructure is there. So the infrastructure is there, there, the electrical is there, yeah. breakers are all there. Sometimes even the hole is there. Uh, not that you need a hole, but it's all there. Yeah. But the unit itself could be just inefficient, awkward, uh, hard to keep clean, and you can put a new one in and much easier than fixing the old one. Well, and so so it's sort of similar uh, talking about, for instance, a furnace, because you get the yes. old uh, style furnaces, right? Their efficiency was not as high as they are today, right? Or a refrigerator. Think of, oh yeah. you know, you moved, I moved into a house uh, eight years ago, and first thing I had to do was take the fridge out. I couldn't believe the what it cost. cost me just to run a refrigerator yeah. until I put the new one in. So, again, getting back to cost here for, and again, it, it depends on the type of hot tub and the size and all that stuff, but what could someone look into spending on a monthly basis on hydro? Because that's really, that's that would be the yeah. biggest thing, right? I think I think if you are, if you're spending more than a dollar a day, you're probably spending too much. Uh, it's okay. on a good hot tub. Now, there's, there are some hot tubs out there. I just remember one years ago, a letter that was right. online, and this guy had bought a tub, not one of ours, from somebody else. Uh, we'll just say a big store, big box store. Okay. But the uh, the he talked about all the problems he'd had. Oh, from big his... box store. I okay, I got it. <laughs> all right. yes. He had yeah. he he bought he'd spent a ton of money getting it in. He'd had problems uh, with service and warranty, and then he came up in some point in the letter and he said he was spending close to a hundred dollars a month what? on his hydro, and it was the worst decision he ever made. And then he turns around at the end and says, "But I love my hot tub." And I thought, well, I guess sitting in hot water makes everything feel better, even even a hundred dollar hydro bill. Yeah. But uh, uh, thirty dollars is a lot for, and that would be a big hot tub. Uh, okay. Mine, for example, which is a medium sized tub, when I had it down for a month through February for various reasons, like from trees falling on my house and other things coming down. And when I got went to BC Hydro to look at what I'd saved, I, I did that intentionally because the hot tub had been off for over thirty days. Yeah, yeah. And the hydro bill was exactly the same as it was the year before for February. And so I think there's, we compensate in other ways. You know, you don't have your hot tub, so maybe your shower is a little bit longer. You turn the heat up a little bit more in the morning. You do all those things because you're cold. Um, So hot tubs don't cost very much anymore if they're good. Okay, a buck a day. Uh, In addition to that, too, you've got your um, regular maintenance because there are chemicals or or, uh, things that you've got to put in the water, right? Yes, there's and and that has changed a lot, too. There's some really good programs now from a variety of different sources. Capital Iron sells uh, some really interesting ones that the maintenance level is really low. But probably the biggest thing that's changed in the industry, and particularly in our product line, is saline or salt. Our systems now, it's not standard in all of them, but it's in most of them it can be added on. Fairly affordable. Uh, they've gone through, the, the company we represent is Hot Springs, but they have, they have led the way in finding affordable ways to use a saline pool. Very low salt, you can barely taste it in the water. Mm-hmm. The, the water feels smooth, smells great, and you don't add additional chlorine to the water because the sanitizer is being produced in the hot tub oh. through a cell and this, using the saline or the salt. Right. So it's a very easy, comfortable way to do it. And, and they've good been, on the skin. Good on the skin. And yeah. they've been constantly improving that. They're about to come out with a, a next generation 
Uh, I think the first guy we sold salt to was this guy. He owned a store here in town. Uh, oh, Capital Iron, Mike Block. Uh, and, he's sitting right here. Yeah. <laughs> and he, his system is still going, and he loves it. But uh, he's so old, he's got the first generation. This next generation will be more affordable and easier to maintain and yeah. use a lot less product. Yeah, amazing. Amazing. Um, hot tubs in the downtown store only or the other two stores? Uh, West Shore. West Shore as well. Yeah. Just Langford, actually. Yeah. We've put okay. them all together, Tony. So yeah. we have 14 models on display out there. So everything from the $3,500 unit yeah. all the way up to a $55,000 exercise swim spot. Which spa. we'll be talking about. You can you can yeah. still go into into any of the stores for supplies, yep. maintenance and questions, even a little bit of service. Right. It's all tied together. But to actually see the showroom, it takes so much space. We put it all out in the Langford store. Yeah, so uh, how about a timeline here? When somebody comes in, um, uh, talks to you or, or one of the team there, uh, decides to purchase a hot tub, uh, how soon can they get it? Uh, it can be as simple as if it's in stock, they can have it within two weeks, yeah. usually. Uh, if it has to be ordered, I'd say six to eight weeks is, is, is the long run out if it has to be because the, 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 the product is so popular and the, the company makes tons of these things in California. But they're so they're so big. You pretty much it's made to order. So if yeah. Tony Joe came in and wanted to buy that spa in brown, I got to actually order that spa in brown, and it's made and it comes for Tony Joe. It doesn't come. Got it. Uh, custom order. Else. Custom order. So yeah. it's and that that takes a little longer. So about six to eight weeks is is what we're we look at. Yeah. You know, again, it's one of these things where I remember the point in time where a hot tub kind of was a detriment because usually they were the things that people never used. Right. You know, there's no water in them, uh, and it was something, you know, a headache that had to be removed. I'm talking like 20 years ago. Yeah. And and nowadays, uh, so often, we see it, it's a selling feature in the home. And right? we, Part we, of the outdoor living space. Well, there's also the health aspects of it. They've done a lot of studies, which Dean is familiar on on about the health benefits of being in warm water like you're you're, you're the listeners can't see me but i'm actually 200 years old and <laughs> well you've been hot tub and i look so good yeah, it looks so good because of the hot tub but the the you know you're right they, they there was a time and we still say it that the most expensive hot tub in the world is the one you don't use yeah and the it's worth spending a bit more for a hot tub that is the right tub not just a big party tub with tons of jets and flashing lights that looks great when you show it to your friends. You want the tub that in, is inviting and you want to be in every morning. I go in every single morning. I know Mike goes in most mornings or most evenings. I just If you go in every day, it's just part of your ritual and it makes you feel better. It, there's all kinds of health benefits linked to it, but you have to have the right tub. If you just buy a tub for... For waterfalls and spouts, then you're never going to use the tub. Which is the reason why people need to go down to Capital Iron instead of going to the big box store. We agree. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, Dean, thanks for coming. Uh, don't go anywhere. We'll be coming back in just a moment here uh, with Bruce to talk about more uh, on Capital Iron. Back in just a moment. This is The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Hi there. Thanks for coming back. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. Uh, we are talking all about Capital Iron today. We just had Dean Christie talking about hot tubs. We have uh, the owner, Mike Black, here giving us history about the 1934 start and now four generations of the family running Capital Iron. And now we have with us Bruce Alexander. Bruce, uh, thanks for coming. Thank you. Yeah, so tell us about your role. What, uh, what's your, uh, what do you do at Capital Iron? Uh, I'm an outside sales uh, rep, yeah. so anything sort of uh, outdoor living falls under my, my umbrella. And there is a lot of outdoor stuff. Absolutely. Yes. 
Uh, for anyone who hasn't been to Capital Iron, the one downtown particularly, uh, you've got a huge space out back there. Yeah. Like, it's it's a park. It is. It, it, yeah, it allows us to to really um, showcase a lot of the different products we do from uh, outdoor kitchen areas to patio, um, planters, outdoor heat, yeah. um, fire tables and fire pits. So the list goes on. There's a lot to cover here. Okay, so where do we start? Let's talk about uh, outdoor kitchens because this is something that again we're seeing a lot of in houses today especially higher end homes people are wanting to extend their living space from inside the house to outside the house right yeah so um tell our listeners about what an outdoor kitchen is yeah i think well i mean first and foremost i think you're right any custom home now it's almost an expectation it's yeah. it's something that really adds value um yeah, people just appreciate, you know, we have six months a year that we can spend outside. Because it's Victoria. Certainly longer if you're using a barbecue. So um, we we have the ability to help you um, design and customize a kitchen space outside, right, from a custom-built frame um, to a huge variety of outdoor uh, barbecue equipment yeah. with grills and doors and drawers and cupboards. Um, and um, any type of cladding type of material you want to put on the outside to finish. You might want to try and um, <clears throat> match it into a trim color on your house, or you might want to Part of the theme. pull a rock feature into it. So, yeah, yeah I mean, it, it really the, the, the options are endless for you. Well, and, and listeners should know, if, if they haven't seen one already, this is literally an outdoor kitchen, so not only the barbecue, but we're talking refrigeration units, we're talking sinks, we're talking sure. uh, beverage coolers, uh, everything, right? Yeah, again, it is. It is honestly an endless list. So um, what I often say to clients is, is give me your wish list, yeah. you know, and, and we'll give them lots of resources to go and look at different um, either kitchen projects we've done or, you know, you can certainly go online and, and put together a list and then we, we'll take it from there and, and certainly help you along with the design. Um, a variety of great product. Mm-hmm. Um and then uh, right through to the finishings, even even countertops. Well, and and this is the thing: when somebody is going through the process of uh, maybe doing a landscape redesign or, or exterior redesign, probably a good idea to get you guys uh, involved in the process early on, right? It is because I think it's, it would save you um, a lot of planning and it'd save you a lot of money at the end of the day. So you you know you're not going in to try and make changes mm-hmm. after you know your landscape sort of set up. Um, so yes, we do we do add these kitchens to a lot of different spaces, but it sure makes uh, life easy when you can start at the at the beginning of the process. Yep. And and we've gained lots of experience doing this, and we work with lots of builders, um, lots of landscape designers, and um, so yeah, we've got a lot of experience to, well, to, to it, help you along. And and one thing I do have to say is it doesn't need to be a luxury mansion. Like I I will never forget a house that I saw recently was up in I think it was Thetis Vale, so uh, by by Thetis Lake. Um, there's subdivision there, smaller homes, but uh, there was a house I remember that had this beautiful outdoor kitchen. Obviously, the owners there just enjoy mm-hmm. living outdoors. For sure. Yeah. So, um, you know, it doesn't need to be a, a massive project. No, and, and some of the kitchens even recently we worked on, you know, they're only a six or seven foot kitchen. Yep. You know, it's a nice, simple grill area with some storage, maybe a trash system of some sort. Um, you know, just a good prep area and, and workspace uh, along with a, with a nice grill. Yeah, and there also are some prefab stuff now, so you don't necessarily if customs not in, in in your yeah. in your budget, we can get some prefab from some of our manufacturers that the old mechano set idea and yeah. boom, 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 and you're up and ready to go, and it 
doesn't cost you an arm and a leg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and and the other thing, too, is this is an improvement on your home. Oh, for sure. Yeah, so for the listeners who uh, maybe are thinking, I would like to do this, buying the house, maybe talk to Denise, our mortgage expert, about uh, looking at an outdoor kitchen or or these other things we're talking about today uh, as a purchase plus improvement, you know, something that could be added to the mortgage. You know, of course, you want to talk to your mortgage person about that. Um, but, yeah, outdoor kitchen uh, in- increases value for sure. Yeah. yeah, and we find, Tony, like once people put – you know, have gone through all that, then they think about doing this afterwards. They've missed on that yeah. opportunity, whereas what you're suggesting with the mortgage, exactly. They can enjoy it over the life well, of the home. Especially when somebody just moves into their house because usually they're, you know... Um, Been there. Yeah. <laughs> house rich, cash poor. Exactly. Yeah, so just a little bit of planning, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's outdoor kitchens. Yeah. Um, we uh, Dean had touched on swim spas. Yes, yeah. So what is a swim spa? Well, we... Uh, we like to call it a fitness system if we can, because okay. swim spa is something that lots of different manufacturers make. Okay. Um, Capital Iron is an endless pool dealer, so endless pool is really the developer of the technology of what the swim spa has become. Um, it was it was developed thirty odd years ago um, by a couple of um, fellows in the U.S. who were trying to mimic what a river would feel like to swim against. For the for the sake of fitness, okay. Um, they actually, I saw, I, I, I watched a video. They, sh- they showed them um, trying to swim up a large drainage pipe. It was an open <laughs> yeah. open ended um, storm drain, really, <laughs> without a roof on it. Yeah. And these guys are actually trying to swim up it and trying to recreate that current system. And they've 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 more or less done it. They use a, um, a hydraulically driven swim motor that is mounted on one end of the pool. And it's got a turbine propeller. So it takes water in at the bottom yeah. and brings it out through a filter system, <clears throat> which allows you to, uh, to swim against. And that, that current space is about two feet square. So it's about two feet wide by two feet deep. Yeah. And you find your sweet spot, so to speak, in the pool. And then you can maintain uh, swimming speed um, indefinitely. You can swim against this current. So basically it's like a treadmill, but in the water. Correct, but yeah. just to make you one up there from, from there is that they also offer a treadmill within the pool as well. Oh. That's also another add-on to these pools is a hydraulically driven treadmill that's built into the pool. Yeah. So like Mike said earlier, these pools, that when they're ordered, it's, it's built for you. Yeah. Um, so this is an option. Yeah. The, um, the swimming machine is the most common, and then a treadmill can be added on, and now they've even come up with a, uh, an aluminum exercise bike that can go right into the pool as Amazing. well. Amazing. Yeah, it sits down in the, in the bottom of the pool with suction cups. Yeah. And so, I mean, for a triathlete, for instance, now you've got the ability to swim, bike, and run yeah, all in, in a resistance one training. fitness area. Yeah. Correct. Amazing. So uh, we have a client who very much wanted to have a swimming pool in their property. They bought in the Uplands a couple of years ago. Uh, and, you know, one of the big questions that comes up is space. Of course. Right? Uh, and for many, too, uh, you know, putting a pool in isn't that easy if you've got uh, um, plumbing in the, you know, if you've got uh, um, storm drain lines or whatever. They ended up going with a um, swim spa. Yep. Or, 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 and and the, the space for them is just, it makes a lot of sense. Well, these pools, they've really come a long way. I mean, Endless Pool has has been um, really known now that they build an above-ground model so it can sit on a concrete pad. You can simply pour a pad. Yeah. Um, Basically, it looks like a big hot tub. It, it does, yeah. yeah. And, and they range from about 7.5 feet wide by 12 feet long yeah. all the way up to about 20 feet long if you go to the largest one that's available right now. Wow. Um, but they're finished really nice. They have LED lighting on the sides. 
you can you can really dress it up. I, I know I've sold some to people that can also pour a concrete bunker, so they'll actually dig into their yard mm-hmm. and recess it. Um, again, depending on your landscape and the look that you're going for. Amazing. And, and again, range, the, the sky's the limit, yes. It is. You start in about 19999 uh-huh. and and we work up from there, and it's all going to be based on your need. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we want to we want to talk to people, find out what um, – what their goals are with it is it a fitness tool is it something just to play in the, in the yard with the kids or is it uh, you know is it a therapeutic thing i mm-hmm. mean uh, older generations would benefit greatly from from the exercise in the water yeah. and take the pressure off their joints and you get that well that's what you're saying about, about having a treadmill in the water there that's of course yeah that's yeah. exactly what it is right yeah. uh, amazing so uh, endless pool endless pool oh by the way we, we can find all these things online right the capital iron uh, website yeah, I mean, our we're we're redoing our website, uh, Tony. Okay. So, uh, uh, but there should be a link up for the manufacturers. Yeah, to the links. Um, I normally don't like to send people away from our website, but they're listed there, and you can get a look at it. The best thing to do, of course, because we have it in store. Pop down. Pop down. Uh, Bruce would be happy. We have people demoing that swim spa all the yeah, time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> seriously. Hot tub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. We have a, yeah. So. Okay. As a matter of fact, when uh, we uh, two well, last year when we demoed it at a home show, we had Ryan Cocker and the Olympic swimmer in oh, this yeah. thing, and uh, of course, you know he's a fifteen hundred meter specialist. Yeah. And we had this thing cranked up so he could stay in line and swimming. Yeah. And he stopped stroking and didn't tell us, and it just about blew him out the back. Oh wow! Um, <laughs> but one of the things he observed about it, which was interesting, so here's a, a guy that needed you know a, a career in swimming, is it also gave a good core workout. Oh. Because you have to keep yourself straight. Whereas in a pool, you don't have that same experience. There's no resistance. Yeah. You're going through the water. Amazing. But come down and visit us. That's always our motto. Bring your swimsuit. Have some fun. <laughs> yes. Uh, now, uh, in addition to uh, endless pool and outdoor kitchens, um, other things too. Um, the patio. I mean, there's there's so many patio furniture choices. Uh, we've talked about uh, heat, um, uh, outdoor heating sources, things like that, right? Of course, yeah. Um, Again, the patio selection is like none other you'll see in town. So yeah. it's definitely. And you worth, guys have a, walk you get a huge amount of things in inventory, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah yes. With go. the patio, we I don't know. We probably have 50, 60 sets on display down at the the yeah. the uh, store street location. So everything from things we're having made for us in uh, Vietnam or China. Yeah. Also, we carry some name brand stuff that we can special order fabrics and colors for you as well. So, again, depending on what your budget is, there's that um, flexibility. Perfect. Um, and the same thing with uh, the fire pits and the heat. We can do everything from your prefab uh, fire pit to we've actually made fire pits for, for people as well. Oh, you, so. guys, you guys do everything. And you also take care of uh, commercial stuff. Bruce. Yeah. Yeah. So um, any of our uh, local hotels, we, we, we help them out on a regular basis. Um, you know, pubs and restaurants. Yeah, when they need outdoor... Yeah, anything to do with their outdoor spaces. And again, again, this is the time of year where you're you're going to want to sit outside and enjoy. So, um, yeah, patio furniture and heat are really big. Planters, uh, always to create an ambiance. Um, yeah. And uh, and lots of commercial builders as well, con- yeah. constantly uh, dealing with those. Yeah, oh, man, Capital Iron. It just, it, the list just goes on. <laughs> Yeah, our, our listeners got to pop down and uh, uh, make sure they have a visit uh, at your shop. No, uh, it's just fun. Just walk around. Like I say, you know, obviously we, we like people to shop, but just the experience of walking around um, the business. And well, it's almost our, like a museum. Yeah, yeah. you know, and, and our staff are friendly and, you, you know, just, as I say, come down, enjoy yourself. And uh, a lot of people, when they have 
guests from out of town, we're a stop yeah, yeah. On, yeah. On, on the tour, so to speak, because yeah. nobody's seen a store like this. Well, yeah. yeah, and especially the location. I mean, you can't beat that yeah. right there on the water. In the Inner Harbor, it's fantastic. Yeah. I think the convenience, too, now, like, I mean, even for myself, I'll buy cleaning supplies. Yeah. You can buy anything from cleaning supplies to kitchen to patio. So, I mean, it just offers you so much variety. That's all there. Well, uh, gentlemen, the three of you, thanks very much for coming. Uh, Mike Black, uh, keep up the good work. Four generations in at uh, Capital Iron. Uh, and again, for any of our listeners, pop down, visit, visit the website. Uh, you will not leave empty handed. Thanks, Tony. Yeah, all right. And to our listeners, uh, thanks for listening. We'll be here for you this time next week.